Hi, my name is Matthew Lay and I am a single father. I get my son Jack every Saturday. We, we usually, or Friday nights, Saturday mornings we'll go for a walk to get a coffee and he'll always ask me a question like, If you were to make a Doctor Doom Origins movie, what would it be about? See, he asked me these kind of questions, but really it's because he's been thinking about it all week and he's got an answer for what he thinks he would do with it. And so I'm not usually ready for it, so I say, I don't know. And then he tells me. And that's the idea for this podcast. Every week, we're going to go through the thing that Jack's been thinking about. And we are going to start with the king of Latveria, Dr. Doom. So Jack, why uh, why were you thinking about Dr. Doom? And why were you thinking about, you know, this question about the Origins movie? Because Dr. Doom's awesome. <laughs> He is awesome. Why do you think... I mean, you're not the only one who thinks that. Why do you think that so many comic book fans um, love Doctor Doom? Because he's ruthless. <laughs> That's it? Just because he's ruthless? Because he's so complicated, and even though he is ruthless, he still has, like, a a heart. And yeah. is just such a complex character that's also quite scary quite scary yeah so for those people who don't know who dr doom is before we get into this can you just give a brief uh a brief history as you know it of dr doom so dr doom grew up as a kid in the in a small town in the small country of latveria ruled by a ruthless king his mother yeah. Sold her soul to Mephisto in order to get magical powers. But she died. Oh. The king. Yeah. N- knowing that Victor, which is Dr. Doom's name's mother, had magical powers, when the king's wife got cancer, yeah. he went to their family. Right. The father knew that he did not have the magical powers in order to save the mother. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, the, not the mother, the wife. The wife of the king. The wife of the king. The queen, might, some might say. The queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and he also knew that the king would kill him if he didn't. Right. So he ran away with Victor. Yeah. Um, they ran, they went, they packed up all their things and they just left. Right. They had to go through these, uh, cold snowy areas right and victor was so cold and so was the father but the father loved victor so much that he sacrificed his coat and his shirt and he gave it to victor so that victor wouldn't freeze but victor's father freeze and oh yeah and so that at that point i'm assuming that victor classic sort of batman style revenge at that point right yeah he really wanted to get revenge on the king Right. But first, he went to New York. Okay. He went to school. He went to college. He ended up being a genius with science. Right. Then he met a scientist named Reed Richards. Who is, for those of you who don't know, Reed is Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four. Yes. Right. And he was... So, Victor was a perfectionist. Victor okay. wanted to be the best at everything, because that's all that he had ever known. Right. So... When he saw Reed, also a brilliant scientist, yep. he spent his intelligence on trying to prove that he was more intelligent than Reed. Okay. And um, that turned into a bit of a rivalry, didn't it? It did. Right. When Dr. Doom finally, I mean, Victor, 
Right. Finally went back to Latveria and killed the king. <laughs> he became the king of Latveria. Right. And he became known as Doctor Doom. Right. Well, the the Doctor Doom, um, everything that you said, that came much later than his original introduction in the Silver Age of comics, where Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, two of the great uh, creators, if you will, of uh, of many of our favorite characters, they uh, they had the Fantastic Four was doing pretty good. Um, it was one of their first, I believe, uh, superhero comics. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. And they wanted a big villain. And they, the, 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 the term that they said is that they were looking for a soul-stirring, super sensational new villain. And they started not with the character's design, but with his name. And that was Dr. Doom. The idea of Victor Von Doom, Genius, Reed Richards, College, New York, that all came later. So when you first see him, he's already full-fledged Dr. Doom. What makes Dr. Doom, for those who have never seen him, soul-stirring and super sensational as a new villain? I think it starts with his image. Yeah. They created his costume so it looks like um, what Marvel thinks of as death. Um, it is a hooded figure yeah. with a metal mask right. that represents like a skull, and it's just such a scary thing to look into. <laughs> yeah, um, it is scary. Um, so, so we know that's the, that is kind of the story, but um, I mean, he hasn't been portrayed very well in movies so far, has he? No, because the movies were generally Fantastic Four Origins movies, they didn't have a long time to go into Doctor Doom's very long and complicated <laughs> origins. Right, right. So instead, they kind of took a shortcut and created their own types of origins that connected more to the Fantastic Four and just weren't as good at all. No, no. Those movies, uh, critically, universally um, uh, panned uh, for the most part. But what wasn't panned was a fan film um, that was done. I'm not sure what the what the year was on it. We found about about this. What was it like last year? Maybe. Uh, earlier. Or, I mean, or closer to now. Okay. Um, it's a great fan film. We'll link to it um on the page. But it's uh it's called Von Doom. It's a uh, cost eleven thousand dollars to make, and uh, we're both a pretty big fan of this one, right? Yeah, because it goes with Doctor Doom's original origin story. Right. Um, and in this one, he he we deal with. There's two major aspects of Doctor Doom. There's the science side, and it usually involves time travel. Yes. Um, and then there's the magic side with his relationship with Morgan Le Fay in the comic books, where he is both a master of science and a master of magic. And that's one of the things that makes him so powerful. He he's not just a genius scientist. But he also has this power to be both intelligent and, like, he he's magic. It's, um, he is the king of a country. Yeah. He is just, he's just killing it on all the fronts. Yes, yeah, like killing it on all the fronts. <laughs> well, we got a little bit of a fanboy here for sure. So we saw this fan film. It was good. We know that uh, this year at Comic-Con they announced that they possibly might be doing a movie called Doom. A director tweeted Doom while he was on a uh, while he was on a panel saying so he's got something in development, but as we all know, having something in development does not mean um, 
anything. Um, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. But if you were that director, what would you do with a origin story of Doctor Doom? You've thought through it. What would you do? Well, I would try to make it uh, very close to his origins. And it would be his origin story. Right. But um, we need a villain to it. It's not just going to be some king that Doctor Doom goes back to and kills. So I decided to bring in one of Doctor Doom's uh, big villains. Right. Change them a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we, a good choice would be someone like Morgan Le Fay. Okay. So Morgan Le Fay, as you don't know, is the, is the sister of... King Arthur. Yes. And in the Camelot stories, she learned, did she learn magic from Merlin or? Yes, she did. She learned magic from Merlin and she basically uses that magic. She's a dark side user, basically. She is an evil uh, sorcerer. But um, in the comic books, um, Doom travels back in time with his time machine and basically falls in love with her, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and um, my understanding, although I, I have not read, I haven't read enough Doom comics, but my understanding is that he falls in love with her, but it's a bit of a ruse. He doesn't really fall in love with her, right? He does it so he can learn magic. Yes. Um, so you want to do a different spin on this, right? Yeah. I, I want to see him as like a scared boy. Right. Somehow falling into the hands of Morgan Le Fay. As, like, older, somehow she's lived through Camelot, and she lives in the present day. And she is more of a mother figure to him. Right. Um, okay, so she's a mother figure to him. So, basically, I guess he would meet her sometime after his... Would it be after his father died in the snow and before he goes to New York? Or when would yeah, he... Yeah, uh, about, about that time. Okay. She teaches him magic, but he soon learns that she has some, uh more evil plots in store for him. Okay. So he runs off to New York to... Okay. So at this point, he's got the king who's killed his, basically, his father. Um, He's got Morgan, um, who took him in as his surrogate mother and finds out that she's got some evil plots. Like she wants to turn him into a supervillain, or what what do you think some of those evil plots might be? Um, I'm not sure. I... I want to think more about that. Either she wants to turn him into a supervillain or hand him over to the king or yeah. something like that. Okay. And then she will, um, then he will go to New York. Does he still meet Reed in New York? Yes, he does. Okay. So uh, he meets Reed in New York. Uh, take me from that point. What what occurs in New York and, and, and how do we sort of, we're now getting, I guess, into the third act where he's in New York, but we got to be gearing up for that big... Uh, big confrontation with whomever it's going to be yeah so he's going and he's figured out that he's a genius scientist he is using this intelligence to uh, he's learning more right he meets reed richards reed richards is just kind of like a little thing here that they could turn into a more successful fantastic four movie later (laughs) but all this time he's planning on going back to latveria to defeat Morgan Le Fay and kill the king and become the rightful ruler. Right. So in the comics, he's got a list you were telling me about, and it's basically what's on his list of things he wants to do. Save his mother from Mephisto. Right. Prove that he's better than Reed Richards. Right. And take over the world. Right. So in this one, we got a modified list. Kill the king, 
uh, I guess, defeat Morgan and still prove he's better than Reed Richards. Yes. All right. So he goes back to Latveria, and he what happens there? What it what's the what's the what's the apex of this story? So he is now a genius of science, a genius yeah. of magic, and he is angry. So he's just like stomping in there and he goes right to the front door of the king's castle. Yeah. And he goes and he goes in and he, um, the guards. So I was thinking a lot about how we were going to get Dr. Doom into that classic suit, um, that everyone wants to see him in, but it doesn't want to be cheesy or anything. Right. So me and my dad here decided that a cool idea would to make it so that the King's guards would have that, a very similar suit. Right, right. And that in order to infiltrate, he would take down one of the guards and go into the guard's suit. Right. And uh, so that's interesting that you brought that up, Jack. Yeah, so usually what happens is that Jack asks me a question and I have no answer whatsoever. And then what happens is that he starts talking about it and he gives me all kinds of ideas. So really, the, the ideas are his, but I throw in some things like how we would convert the suits. And sometimes when I say it, he says... Nah, I like that idea. But, but, but a lot of times we come, we, we come to a good one. Um, inspirations for the character. You, you brought up something very interesting on our walk, and that was that you see Doom as a Joseph Stalin-like character. Yes. Why is that? Because um, when Stal- Stalin um, wanted to be in power, he thought he deserved to be in power right. so much. That he literally killed everyone that was in power in order to get in power. And when he was in power, people feared him so much that he actually died because people feared him. What do you mean he died because people feared him? How did that happen? I think he had a heart attack or a seizure in his room. And the servants were knocking on his door, and he wasn't answering, right? Right. Um, but they were so scared to go in. They thought something was wrong, but they were so scared that they didn't walk in and come and help him. Right, and so, and in the comics, I mean, most people, well, that are around him are quite afraid of, of, of Doom as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so another question that I have for you, but is, um, what, uh, you know, in the comics, one of the great things about Doom is that he refers to himself in the third person yeah he says doom would not do that and you are insignificant compared to doom and 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 things of that nature um how do you think we you would turn this character from a from a scared boy in the snow with his father dying in his arms taken advantage by a by a mother figure to speaking in the third person referring to himself as doom well you see when he has grown up this whole way as i said before the only thing that he knows is to be better than everyone else. Okay. So when he finally... So in this movie, they wouldn't really see that, right? But um, if they did, like, a sequel or something, he's taken the throne by the end of the first movie. Right. And now he's, like, hungry with power, and he and he, he believes of himself as some sort of god. Right. Um. And I'm thinking that if they were going to do a good Fantastic Four movie, yeah, a good uh, plot device would be to do this one, 
Doctor Dune movie. Yeah. A second one where they more introduce the Fantastic Four a bit more. It's more about him and Reed. And then they do a Fantastic Four movie. All right. Well, to wrap this up, I'm going to ask you some questions about Doctor Doom and see what you actually know about him. I know uh, you know a fair bit, clearly, but uh, um, he calls himself Doctor Doom. Is he actually a doctor? Well, he is not a medical doctor. No. But no. he has got a PhD in he does. university. Um, yeah, he's been retconned so many times, but I think the idea is, yeah, he's not a medical doctor. He may or may not have gotten that, but well, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you that as a correct answer. He calls himself doctor. He's quite arrogant, isn't he? No, he he is very arrogant. Yeah. Okay. In the comics, how did his face get scarred? Well, his face got scarred from I think an explosion in the science lab. Right. And then it got even more scarred when he finally got the mask made. He was so uh, ready to put it on that even though it wasn't fully cooled, he put it on his face, and it ruined his face even more. Right. So um, so basically, in, the, in the, the first story, his mother had been dragged through hell, and he was trying to get back there. He built a machine to get him there, and Reed pointed out that one of his calculations was wrong, but he hated being told he was wrong. And so when he went in to do it, it did have the explosion. He had a very small scar, and when Reed pointed it out, he got so upset that he wanted to cover his face. Um, all right. True or false? There is a... Dr. Doom has a son. That would be... I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing this is something that Marvel would do. Okay. So... So yes or no? Oh, uh, yes. He does, but it's not what you think. So for all his flaws, Doom does sincerely care about the people of Latveria. It's his kingdom. And one of Doom's nicer days, when he wasn't trying to take over the world, he took in a young orphan named Christophe Vernard, whose mother had recently been murdered by one of Doom's political rivals. Doom didn't just give Christophe a home, he raised him as his own and even decreed the young Christophe would be his heir. Okay... Um, well, we know this. Um, are the Doombots, what are the Doombots for? Hmm. Why do the Doombots look like Von Doom? Because, well, why do they look like him? Yeah. They are for decoys and for helping in battle. But I also think it reflects something about himself because... He is so, he's such a perfectionist. He's so hungry. He needs to be in control of everything. Right. So just to have a bunch of robots that look exactly like him, serving him, guarding him, that he controls fully, it's just what he would do to be in control. Hmm. So that's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's oftentimes we think Doom is attacking someone in a comic or in a cartoon or, or whatever it is, and we realize it's it's simply a Doom bot. He is a favorite. Stan Lee says he's his favorite uh, villain of all time, and he's had such a tragic 
tragic on-screen um, legacy so far with the uh, with the various movies that they have done. Hopefully, uh, it's Noah Hawley, Howley, H-A-W-L-E-Y, who's working on it. Hopefully, um, that is uh, that is the the resurrection of Doom on the silver screen. Or if not, if you uh, um, if it doesn't work out, there's a lot of good in the comic books. Like I'm, I mean, the, the new Secret Wars where he. Yeah, that 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 was awesome. Yeah, it literally becomes a god, right? So, all right. So that concludes our Doctor Doom podcast. Tell us what you think in the comments. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about uh, um, next week. Uh, Jack, what do you what do you what do you think might be uh, might be on the docket? What are some of the other things that you've been thinking about right now? I have no idea. Well, that's okay because there's always something on that Saturday morning walk to get coffee, and I'm sure we'll find our uh, we'll find our topic. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We look forward uh, to hearing from you next time.